You're listening to Classic Movies Live, the pre-recorded podcast where we talk about movies that just came out. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Birds of Prey, um, and this one's super long. This episode's like five hours long. It's crazy. Mm. Uh, way longer than the actual movie. It was um, a short movie. It, yeah, the movie's only like 43 minutes. It's crazy. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, this is a likely contender for best makeup and hairstyling at next year's Oscars. So get excited for that. And here is the intro music from the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer. Classic Movies Live, we're talking about Birds of Prey today. That is a new movie that just came out, and this is a pre-recorded show. And so we're going to talk about that. Um, and uh, Good intro. Let's, let's just start. We'll do yes. a real intro later. <laughs> like, people are going to hear this, and they're going to be like, wait a minute, there was already an intro. This is true. It's, it's going to be very strange. Yeah. So talk about, uh, talk about Birds of Prey, Pierre. Birds of Prey is the spinoff from the universally loved Suicide Squad. Gotta say, um, uh, excuse me, Oscar winner Oscar Suicide Squad, winner. Academy Award winning movie. Yes, Suicide Squad. I'm sorry, I shouldn't talk about it like that. But yeah, it's the spinoff of the ever popular character Harley Quinn, um, who recently came out with her own TV show as well, which I think has I think has been popular. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, I've heard it's good on Reddit, but then they all feel like. They were advertised posts. I have heard that in person from at least one person. Oh, well, there so, you go. Okay. So it's so. been recommended to me in person. Yeah. So. All right, awesome. I do need to check that out. Um, but yeah, anyway, so Harley Quinn um, is has broken up with the Joker, and uh, this is her quest to claim independence both on screen and in her own personal life. And uh, the and first thing that she does is fires Jared Leto because he's not in this movie at all. And the Joker is kind of, but only ever seen from the back. And it's really, it's kind of hilarious, but also really sad. Just, because I know there's nothing that Jared Leto wants more than to continue being the Joker. Yeah, I just felt kind of awkward. I feel kind of bad about it. He would have done it for free. Especially, they didn't even have to pay him. Yeah, especially since like the whole... There's a breakup scene at the start, quote-unquote, which was just, like, her getting thrown out of what looked like a, a bar. Like, it wasn't even, like, a Joker layout. I don't even think the Joker was there. And, like, it kind of, it they, seem it like kind of implied through the voiceover that it was the Joker throwing her out, but nothing it about that scene reflected that. Some goons that threw her out, but they didn't even look like Joker. No, it, it I literally it, looked like she got kicked out of a regular bar. I thought it looked city. like she got kicked out of like a house in Kentucky. Like yeah. I didn't even think it was that impressive a bar. Yeah, which is unfortunate. I don't think Jared Leto really wanted would have wanted to come back for like another two minute like. No, I think he cameo. would have. Really, like, I, I think, think he so? could have done it, especially he, after Suicide well, Squad. Well, just because like if you've if you've watched, I mean. A lot of the news that I read is celebrity gossip that is probably 100% false anyway. Yeah. But, like, Jared Leto sounds really sad that he's no longer the Joker. 
Oh, well, I... And so, like, I think that even just the opportunity to cameo as the Joker would have been something he'd be down for. Nice. Okay, I could see that. If if the news reports I read are true. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. I said, it's like tabloid stuff at this point. Well, I have a feeling after this movie, we might not see Harley Quinn for a while either. Really? <laughs> yes. This movie has been well-received. Um, It's been well-received. It, it bombed, though. That's the thing. It's looking uh, like true. a bomb. Yeah. That, that's the main reason. Like, yeah. Um, if it made a lot of money, like Suicide Squad actually made a lot of money considering mm-hmm. the quality. It's actually like extremely impressive that it went that far through marketing alone, yeah. basically. Um, yeah, anyway, so yeah. DC thinks that Harley Quinn is a big draw and Harley Quinn is to some degree. A lot of people went to Suicide Squad to see Harley Quinn, yeah. but a lot of people also went to Suicide Squad because it is a Will Smith movie. So like, And it had the Joker. And it had the and Joker. Batman, so like here they're making a Harley Quinn movie. And until very, very recently, literally after the movie came out, they didn't even advertise it as, like, as explicitly as they could have as a Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. And Uh, they did advertise it as a Harley Quinn movie, but, like, what I'm referring to is shortly after the movie came out, Mm -hmm. Warner Brothers literally changed all their marketing materials so that the movie is now officially called Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. Yeah. Rather than its original very long, very weird title. Which makes sense because it, I'm, the Birds of Prey have a very small role in the movie. Yes. Compared to, uh, in well, my it, opinion. it is a Harley Quinn movie yeah. at, at its core anyway. Um, anyways, do we want to go through the plot? I don't, I, I don't know how to talk about this without spoilers. So cause... honestly, I think that we've pretty much, we've kind of summarized the main bit of it yeah. already. Like, yeah. it doesn't sound like we've said much about the movie. We have. We have already said a lot about the movie. It's basically, it's, it's, I kind of like, it. it's going for the, it's a very personal story of just, like, a person is heartbroken and they're trying to find their own place in the world, essentially. And they meet new people, find new passions, blah, 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 gain independence, move on, you sure. know? So there will be spoilers pretty much everywhere from this point, yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... How about how about you go very loosely through the plot? There's a lot I want to say about this movie, okay. but like I don't I don't know if it's gonna work out just unfolding um, regularly. Fortunately, the plot is pretty easy to talk about because not much happens in it. No, it's it's fairly in simple. In my opinion, um, so yeah, essentially, there's a Harley Quinn is on the run from people that want to kill her because the Joker does not pose a threat to them anymore. Right. So she breaks up with the Joker very publicly by blowing up Ace Chemicals, Mm -hmm. which sounds like it's probably a lot worse than the movie actually makes it out to be. Yeah. But anyway, she blows up Ace Chemicals and and throws away her necklace, and this kind of tells everybody that she is no longer with the Joker, and Mm -hmm. therefore... Since people never really liked her anyway, but now she doesn't have the Joker to protect her, mm-hmm. she uh, and the people come after her. It's like start, yeah, start coming after her. Uh, in particular, you and McGregor, who I guess spoilers, easily the best character in this entire movie. Yeah, I could see that. Um, uh, who is Roman Sionis uh, or Black Mask? He's one of the criminal, oh, criminal dons, I guess, of Gotham or whatever. Yeah. And One of like I want to say there's always like, I mean, so many different. I don't know how how there's so many big bosses. Legitimately, Gotham, I think sense. there's like two. But also, any time like I would never be surprised to see one I've never even heard of. Well, by the time like, well, I don't even know how the new, the new Batman movie is gonna fit into the old cinematic. Because technically, Harley's from 
the old cinematic. The Shazam universe. The Shazam. Yeah, I guess. I don't even know how that works. But, like, Batfleck, right? Like yeah. She knows Ben Affleck as Bruce, right? But then they're going to bring in this, like, Edward Pattinson, who's, like, 30 years, playing a guy that's, like, 30 years younger. His name's Robert, 20. but yeah. Oh, Robert Pattinson. Shit, man. I always mess that up. Anyways, um, I don't know how that's going to pan out because then, like, because they're bringing in, like, the Penguin. But that's also, uh, that movie Riddler. is also supposedly set in the past. Like in the nineties, mm, I doubt that honestly. That's what I've heard. I'm mean, and like, but even if that's true, Robert Pattinson. There's no universe where Robert Pattinson grows up to be Ben Affleck. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, anyways, yeah, I don't know how exactly it fits, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, Black Mask is there. He's trying to kill Harley, but then Harley convinces him that he can find she can find this diamond that he's missing, right? That contains a lot of codes for money. I think it's like bank it's, codes or something. Yeah, and it like was, wasn't very. It sounds like a really neat. It sounds like a really neat way to hide your bank information until you realize that by doing that, you have locked in your bank information forever, so you can never change those passwords. Yeah. So like, it wouldn't mean anything. Yeah, and it's contained in a diamond, which is like strange. Yeah, because like everyone would want to steal the diamond anyways. Yeah. Like if you just left it, maybe in like, I don't know, like. A suitcase. No, or like a... No, that's that's. But this obvious. is But this is Gotham City, so everyone's got to be living as large as possible. Yeah, that's true, of course. Um, but yeah, anyway, so she convinces him that, that she can track down the diamond. She finds, she finds out it's in a kid who ate it, and the rest of the movie is her protecting the kid because she has feelings for the kid. And I thought what was kind of interesting about... Well, yeah, what I thought was kind of interesting about this movie is actually... So there's, that's one plot. There's also the plot of um, the detective, Renee Montoya, trying to track down Harley Quinn, and then eventually also this kid, and then eventually also build a case against Roman Sionis. Yeah. And then there's a plot of um, Ramona Flowers from Scott Pilgrim uh, trying to track down this diamond because she is, uh, I guess here's like the first major, major spoilers, uh, she's the kid that the diamond was stolen from many, many, many years ago. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, never mind. So, like, it's all three of these, it's, like, all three of these big plots come converging together. Yeah. And I actually thought it was kind of clever how they, well, not maybe not clever, but I thought it was well done how they, like, um, how they all played out. Because the movie was, it started with Harley, and then it did, like, a whole Harley intro, and then it was the story of Renee Montoya for a while, and it wasn't clear how that, like, Renee Montoya, you see a bunch of ways that it could connect to the Harley story, but it's not super clear how exactly, Mm -hmm. and then it ends in a weird spot, and it's like, let me back up, hold on, let me tell you a different story, and then it talks about Huntress for a while, or I think think it talks about Harley Quinn again. Yeah. Uh, and then it talks about Dinah Lance, who we didn't even mention yet. Mm. So, like, it talks about all these different characters and kind of gives them their own side stories before it com- before it eventually brings all of them together. It's it's like an extremely miniature version of like the first five Marvel movies. <laughs> gives everyone their own side stories and then converges Kinda, them. But they did it so confusingly. I just I don't know how to say. I, I like the ambition. I think it they it was surprisingly ambitious for mm-hmm. a, a superhero movie of just like there's lots of like not yeah nonlinear plot telling in the yeah. in the first half of it or the first act at least. Yeah. And then um, there was lots of like I love I kind of like the self the intros to people. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to say it. it was just like they kind of 
every time a character would pop up that tries to kill Harley, that seems kind of important. They give, like, a name, uh, and then, like, why grievance. they hate Harley. Yeah, grievance, yeah. why they hate Harley. And I thought that was kind of cute, like, and stuff was, like that. It was especially nice because, like, it's very clear the first time they introduced that that there's no way in hell she actually kept track of all of those. Yeah. So, yeah. like, <laughs> later on, they start coming up, and it's just name, no idea, yeah. grievance, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was cute. I don't think it... They played it as well as they could have. I think Sometimes it, it felt a little awkward. I think it did give them a lot of good opportunities that would have been way worse otherwise. Like, there's one scene where she has to escape from her apartment. Yeah. And she looks outside, and there's a dude who just throws a bomb at her that is never mentioned again and never seen before. And it makes sense because they've established that, like, everyone wants to kill her, and they introduce it the same way as anyone else who wants to kill her. Mm. But, like... If they had not done that, that would be a that would be. I mean, it already is a completely random scene that makes no sense. Yeah, I still think it was but, a bad scene. But the thing <laughs> like, is, like, I it didn't bother me because they'd set up that like they they'd set up a device that actually allows them to just insert random nonsense. Mm, that's true. Um, yeah. Anyways, I will say so. Yeah, that part that was kind of cool. I don't think it always really worked out. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, I liked how experimental it was. I think the, there was lots of, I thought it was kind of lazy. I think the first, like, 15 minutes probably could have been cut. Um, probably. And done a lot simpler to, and maybe they could have expanded more on the, the other Birds of Prey. Um, because a lot of the first 15 minutes was basically her trying to get over the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, over and over again. I think that could have been and done it's a, little, a lot swifter. Uh, yeah, definitely. Because, um... Well, I mean, it wasn't even, gosh, I don't even remember what I was going to say, but, uh, yeah, like, like, like they, sh- they showed stuff with the, like her trying to move on, right? With the hyena. So they introduced the hyena mm-hmm. and they introduced the bar with Sionis. And so there's like some things that they do, but I think they could have done it all in one scene. Like I didn't need an explanation for why she has a hyena. Yeah. So you could have just had it in her apartment. And also the hyena plays like, it's kind of an off. It's a gag, you know? Yeah. The hyena doesn't actually play a big part in the movie. The hyena is there for comic book fans who remember that Harley has a hyena. Yeah. So, I mean, other than that, yeah, cut the first 15 minutes. Um, I think the side characters, I'm not going to lie, I thought that all the Birds of Prey were really boring. I Literally, other than Harley, probably all of them. I liked Huntress. Huntress was kind of cool, but she didn't... It just felt like she was shoved in. So... Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, too, the other character that... Well, the other two characters that I really liked, except, like, one character stole the show, obviously. I've already mentioned him. But uh, the other character that I really liked was Ali Wong's assistant D- DA. Really? But, again, she was also just sort of shoved in. She, she, she had, did, like, 30 seconds of screen so That's time. the thing. Those Maybe 30 seconds, seconds were great, but, like, she wasn't <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, I would, and she was, like... Not not heavily advertised, but I remember her name in the trailer. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, like she's she's kind of getting big now. She's like got that Netflix special and mm-hmm. that Netflix movie that was pretty big. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, she had like she's just a very there. boring. I thought she was her character was eh. Like I thought it was actually kind well, of like, acted well. But. Yeah. That, well, that's the thing is her. It was acted well. She had nothing to go on. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't. I mean, a surprisingly <laughs> memorable character. Thirty seconds. For despite being thirty seconds. Um, but yeah, like, uh, Black Canary was, I actually, I don't, 
So I liked her kind of, but again, she was shoved in. She didn't have much to work with. And honestly, I disliked a lot of the choices with her character. Like what? Uh, In particular, at the very end of the movie, the very end of the movie, so if you want to avoid spoilers, if if you've made it this far and you still want to avoid this spoiler, five minutes. Yeah. At the very end of the movie, she like... um, she shout, she yells or whatever. Like she has like sonic powers or whatever, and like she yells and blows everyone away. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was really stupid because I know the character from the comics. She can do that. That was never established in the movie up until that point. And I really and they had established up until that point that she was just a really good martial artist. Mm-hmm. They should have literally just left that. Like if that's gonna come up in the movie, it. It felt like a crutch. It doesn't have to be something she does all the time, yeah. but it really should have been better established that that's a power yeah. she has at her disposal. They, they just did, they did a slight hint at the start where she, she breaks a killer a, voice, a glass. Yeah, and they yeah. keep saying she has a killer voice. Um, but yeah, I, I thought like she was chosen for Sionis because she had a superpower essentially. Of a really loud voice. Except that Sionis didn't even know. He didn't even know, so... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's the, the thing, is, like, if she's got that superpower, make it clear, yeah. and otherwise, just don't talk about it. Leave it until a sequel, yeah. I guess. I, I think I, I just would have liked to see it more. Yeah. Because that would have made her character a little more interesting, because... Sure. Again, she was just good at martial arts well, for that's some was, reason. That's what I'm saying. Like, I either would have wanted to see it more or not at all. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. And yeah, it more like would a, have would have made her character more interesting. It was essentially sure. like a do sex machina. Yeah. If, if for a, a person that hasn't read the comics and is unfamiliar with the character, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, and then like Cassandra Kane, the little kid, was honestly kind of boring to watch as well. She was only there to be. An like, emotional so, foil and, for Harley. Yeah, and exactly. And then, like, bring everyone together, essentially. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just... What really frustrates me is that this type of movie is really... In my opinion, like, for a blockbuster movie, this should be a pretty simple case to make. Like, it's a team-up movie, right? Yeah. So the first act, you establish the characters and get them all together for a specified goal that they all want. Sure. And then the second act is them working together and, like, failing, but, like, also trying to get along. And the third act is they finally team up. Yeah. And, you know, kick ass, right? And, like... And they didn't, like... It worked amazing in Guardians of the Galaxy. It worked amazing in Avengers. It worked amazing in... I don't know. I guess not Suicide Squad, but... (laughs) Well, no, it didn't even work in Suicide Squad. (laughs) I was gonna... But what's the... Like, okay, this movie reminded me a lot of Deadpool 2. Like, it was yeah. actually, like, almost a splitting, like, re- and felt like a female remake, almost. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, I think the, the the problem I have with this movie is that, like you said, it's really ambitious. I liked, like, looking at it, I liked it as, like, I liked the structure of it, but I just kind of didn't necessarily like all the pieces. No. And, like, I want to. I wanted this to be a really good movie, and I came out of it still thinking, you know, it was fine. Like, mm-hmm. I'd give it probably... Probably a solid five or a week six, mm. but like, you know, it could be better. The 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 structure of the movie is something really cool that I don't see very often. That I would really like. That like, on its own, is worth lots of points out of ten already. But you just have to like uh, execute on it. I don't think it worked. Like the no, structure it, of the movie, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Like it's different, but it didn't, didn't quite work. work at all. Yeah, that's in the my thing. Opinion. Um, but yeah, like. And then yeah, it's definitely was, different for a superhero movie. Uh, 
Yeah, I'd say so. Stru- well, at least, again. like, I don't know, because if you look at it as a Harley Quinn movie, I guess it makes the structure makes more sense, oh, it which de- I definitely yeah. think it was written to be like that. Yeah. But then, like, I think a big part of the problem was, yeah, advertising it as Birds of Prey really hurt it. Really It, it shouldn't have it. ever even been in the title. It should have literally just been called Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um, that would have maybe helped it. Because I think it was, I don't know for sure, because I haven't actually read those comics, but uh, I've read the synopsises, and this sounds, and I'm pretty sure this movie was literally based on the the Harley Quinn comics that started coming out like two years ago. Yeah. Because like, the story sounds very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I don't know, like the Harley Quinn parts were pretty good. Yeah. She actually like, did pretty well. I, I actually thought the movie like her acting was good. I think the movie really held her back though in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. Um, there were some parts of like that really let her shine like I thought the when she attacked the cop, the police uh, the police station, it was yeah. kind of stupid and that how easy it was but right. also like I think she showed a lot of charisma there. Yeah. Just like I don't know, it felt uh, just very Harley Quinn-esque if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So that was cool. Um, and then she, she showed some cool stuff with the kid, even though I, I, th- I think they had pretty bad chemistry, honestly. I mean, like, Margot Robbie is an incredibly talented actress. Yeah. And so I guess she showed, she that. showed a lot of stuff with the kids that she's, with the kid that she's shown better in other movies. Yeah. But, like, she's... She tried, she's, but... She tried. The big thing is, like, she, I read that she had a lot of creative control on this, too, so I'm surprised that she struggled to shine despite... Well, I mean, like... Her being pretty heavily involved. I mean, I would imagine that an actor isn't always necessarily the person who's able to get the best out of themselves, yeah, right? that's true. Well, unless, like... Well, that's the thing, like... That's why it's, it's such a huge... Uh, it feels like such a copy of Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. And that way, like, Ryan Reynolds also really strived to, to have creative control for the character, right? Right. Um, and I think they're both amazing as their respective characters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in yeah, this even case, Deadpool two didn't struggle because of Deadpool. No, exactly. Um, but yeah, there was like like the kid. I think the kid in Deadpool two was way more interesting to watch. And uh, I don't know if I agree. Really? I didn't like the kid in Deadpool two. Oh, much. okay, that's fair. Um, I I just liked. Well, okay, maybe. I, okay, I think he was given more material, but then also, like, I thought he was, there was a much more emotional... Sure. Uh, he had more to work with, especially. Yeah, like, definitely. Cassandra Kane was just, like, she accidentally stole something that wasn't her, that was really important. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, what do I do now? You know? Right. There's no, like, motivation for her in this movie other than, I need to live. Mm-hmm. But then, like, she gets protected, so she's so fine. So, works out. Yeah. Um, and that, that's just a big... Like, the movie just kind of works out, you know? Yeah. Like, the third act was pretty boring. Um, I liked how they all teamed up. That was kind of cute. I wish, seeing some of the chemistry between them, I really wish they did it way earlier in the movie. A friend of mine also tried to sell me on this movie with uh, the fact that the action scenes were supposedly directed by the director of John Wick. Mm Mm-hmm. Chad Stahelski or something. That sounds right. Yeah. Which uh, sounds cool, but I actually almost fell asleep during one of the action yeah. scenes. Well, the action scenes were fine. They were good, but they weren't anything great. I'd say the choreography was good. I didn't like the slow-mo. I, I liked it a couple times, but I think it was overused. I think the big thing was just the the fights had no emotional stakes well, in the and, story at all. And also, like, 
they were set in pretty bad locations. Yeah, they were all boring. They like, were all boring, drab areas. Um, well, like, let me think. The amuse- there was... Amusement Mile is a cool spot, but, like, there was no lighting in it. It, it yeah. felt very blue. That's the thing. Like, it was it, I, that was what a Joker hideout, essentially, yeah. it seems like. Um, in a carnival. Like, usually when they do it in, like, any other type of medium, like, I always love how the the dynamic of fighting in, like, a fun park, you know? There's yeah. so much, like, cool stuff with the contrast well, and, and, like, there's, fun and there's things like, to play around with when and you fight. every time anyone extends any limb, they hit a prop, too. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, this one, it was just, they, like, it was made, visually bad. Yeah, it was really dark, and you couldn't really tell what was going on. They didn't really use any... They did parts. use a couple. There was not, like there was a like couple much. scenes where they had the the mirrors. Or like there was tricks. the like they had like this this these hands, uh, these hands and a that turn around. Yeah, thing. but they didn't really use. The only room like the hand was kind of cool that like someone kicked it and it hit someone else. Yeah, that's all I remember, you know. But there was yeah, there was a lot of potential. I think um, in the fight scenes, just like. I didn't care. I, I don't know. I think it was a directing problem. Yeah. Maybe a writing well, problem. And just like, like in the police station, for I don't example. I know. I think that, well, uh, well, in general, a directing and a writing problem, sure. I'm thinking well, yeah. the action scenes. I don't think the action scenes were badly directed. For the action scenes, I think it was that they were like either badly shot or badly edited. Yeah. Because like. The choreography The choreography was, was fine. Yeah. So that was just, um, it was just a lot of fights with people. With nameless goons, essentially. Pretty that much. was a problem. And then Sionis comes in, and he basically gets his ass kicked right okay, away Okay, but anyways. let's talk about Sionis, because sure, I went sure. to this movie for you and McGregor, yeah. and I was not disappointed. I loved every single moment you and McGregor was on yeah. screen. He had a lot of fun with those. Man, so I walked out of it yesterday, and one of my friends turns to me and says, uh, he, he said, who do you think was having the, more, the most fun in that movie, you and McGregor? Or anyone else. <laughs> yeah. Everyone added up together. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he was, he just, I, I thought, like, with what he, again, with what he was given. Yeah. I, I, I wish he, if he had, like, some better material, this could have been, like, one of the best superhero villains, like, ever. I mean, he's know? already one of, like, he's already one of my favorite that I can remember right mm, away. Yeah. Like, probably not one of the best ever, but he's all, but, like... I, I, yeah, I absolutely agree. Uh, and he was given... It's so weird. He was given such a weird villain because Black Mask is not that fun a villain. Mm. And, like, he had so much fun with it. He was always in makeup. He, like... Uh, he was so charismatic. Uh, his whole thing about... I, I don't know if this is actually from the comics or not, but he was, like, a terrible germaphobe. And mm. I thought that that came across... That, 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 like, added a bunch of extra oh, that's humor. That's why he always wore gloves. Yeah, he always wore... That. Yeah. yeah, and, like... I think um, he he literally decided to kill someone because she was too sweaty or something. Snot bubble. Snot bubble. Yeah, yeah snot yeah. bubble. <laughs> Saw a snot bubble and was like, ah, take off her face. I changed yeah, my mind. Yeah, yeah. No, he was really good. I just, yeah, he his motive, he just wanted the diamond, and then he wasn't really given much to do until the last act. Yeah. But then he just kind of stood outside and then ran away. Yeah. You know? Although his death was hilarious. <laughs> I didn't get that was just weird to me. I don't like she put the grenade on him. She slipped the grenade into his pocket and, and then pulled the plug. And then like he tried to and then oh. he got pushed off and they show him exploding. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That that was kinda cool. I was really sad to see him go. Though, so was I. I was like, Oh, can we get more you you and McGregor? Yeah. But I guess uh, not. if you could have been in like the new Batman movie or something. I, I mean he still that. could if the Batman movie is set in the past. 
I guess. Well, I he would. He, he won't. His be. character would probably have been pretty young. Yeah. If that's the case, but yeah, I loved and him. And he played, and he did play a good villain. Like, not only was he just really charismatic and entertaining, but he did have a couple of moments where he got he to be scary. like legitimately scary. Yeah. Because um, he has like this weird obsession with taking off people's faces for one thing. Yeah, face the face thing is weird. It and felt also like... there was one that there's a one scene in a strip club that, uh, yeah. or it's not a strip club. It's, his it's club. just his club, <laughs> yeah. and he makes it's it's he upsetting. Makes someone strip. It's very upsetting. Um, yeah, I, I kind of okay. The those scenes actually were a little tonally jarring. Yes, I'm extremely not so. Lie. And I don't think that was. I don't think good. those necessarily fit with the movie. I no. thought that they did. They did kind of enhance his character, but maybe not. They they didn't fit with the movie. No. You are well. Uh, no, the him, take, I, I him didn't taking mind, off people's faces fit with the movie. I didn't mind well. that. I I will say the scene at the club. The scene at the club was really weird. It was weird. It it was like scary yeah. and intimidating and I thought it was a good scene and maybe a different movie. But this scene but this movie is so lighthearted that just out of nowhere that coming up was like, "Whoa, yeah. what am I watching?" Especially cuz like it wasn't really necessary. Like this was he was he was the We fe- already know he was really cruel. The effect of that is that we know that he like we've now seen him not only be cruel but be like actually scary cruel. Yeah. And Dinah Lance walks out and doesn't and doesn't much care for that club anymore. That's the effect of that yeah, scene. Yeah, but it's but like still, she already didn't she love was, that job. Yeah. So, so yeah, I I just yeah I felt that off. was not necessarily a scene that needed to be there. No, I they, thought they that could it have en- easily taken that out. I thought that enhanced you and McGregor's character, but mm. it did not help anything else in the movie at mm. all. Yeah, especially because like that intimidation factor is never really used after that in the no, movie. No, never before or since. Essentially, yeah, he, he dies yeah. pretty lamely, actually, considering how much they built him up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, other than that, he was really cool. What do you think of Zaz, Victor Zaz, his sidekick? I thought he was neat. I thought he was a very good henchman. Um, like, Zaz... Zaz is, I think, his own villain in Batman comics, and like he doesn't yeah. work that way. He's so usually, like he's, he's kind of just like a serial killer. Yeah, he he's work just for anyone. He's just a reminder that Batman does, in fact, deal with Regular. not superheroes, yeah. supervillains as well. Yeah, and like I thought, he, I thought he was good in this. He worked that dynamic of him as a henchman, especially for. Especially for Ewan McGregor worked really well. I think that him and him and Ewan McGregor had excellent chemistry. Actually, they did. Uh, I think when he was without Ewan McGregor, though, it kind of faltered a bit. He had one good scene without him, I think, which is where he's, where he's being driven by Dinah Lance, where he dis- where he discovers that oh, she's okay. betrayed yeah. him. That's another. I just spoiler. I don't think he had to be Victor Zaz. I thought it was no. He could have just been anyone. Yeah, and I thought it, that was kind of weird. Although I thought that like the, the there was one scene. Where they're where him and you and McGregor are just talking at a dinner table, where I thought the fact that he was Victor Zaz made that scene kind of interesting mm. because it's you and McGregor who at this point has been established as yes a ser- like yes a killer but also like extremely germophobic and like very proper mm-hmm. and he's sitting at the table with Victor Zaz who is not that <laughs> so opposite, like yeah. the fact that he was Victor's as helped that one scene a little bit but other than that like well again that's only for like people that know the comics exactly as well. but I think I think he was a good character yeah he didn't have to be Victor's as but like no one in this movie had to be anyone from the comics honestly no well that's a, I wish superhero like I wish these movies would 
try to make some original characters sometimes, you Cassandra know? Cassandra Cain is basically an original character. Yeah, it's so a, it's, why... Like, exactly. Why, why is she ruin, Cassandra Cain? Yeah, exactly. Just name her something else. Because Cassandra no Cain is a really cool character. When I saw that Cassandra Cain was in this, I'm like, oh, they're doing Batwoman in but this too? They, but no, she's not Batwoman. <laughs> yeah, so what's the point? So, yeah. It's just confusing. Like, uh, every, every small character is someone from the comics. And it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be, and I think it, yeah, puts unfair Honestly, expectations Honestly, Dinah Lance would character. be better as not Dinah Lance in this movie because the only thing that makes her like Black Canary is a very good character in the comics but she is quite different from this character and the only thing that would that this would have to be Dinah Lance for her to do is that vote is that like killer voice the vocal thing at the end yeah Yeah. so like she could have been anyone else too yeah Honestly, this should have just been way more a Harley movie, and they and they keep, like, Black Mask and Renee Montoya because they were important as who they were. Mm-hmm. But, like, everyone else should have been an original character. Yeah, or you could have just cut them. <laughs> like, I can totally see this movie without Huntress and Black Canary. I don't, I don't know that... <sighs> I don't know. The, story tell, the, the way that the story was told benefited from having... At least, like, at least benefited from the number of characters there were. I thought the number was, Maybe. like, pretty close to perfect. Well, okay, I, I, I think either, I don't know. Actually, okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I would rewrite the whole thing. I think. Yeah, probably. You can't save the movie. <laughs> you can't save the movie with what's there at all, if I'm going to be honest. All right. Except for maybe, yeah, I would, I would want to keep Sionis in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then Harley, and then... If you're going, hyena. <laughs> I, I mean, I think Renee Montoya, if there's any detectives in the movie at all, because I yeah. thought that she and give, she was fine, role. but also she benefited especially from being yeah. Renee Montoya specifically. It could have maybe interesting, like a buddy cop movie between her and well, um, Renee, yeah, and Harley <sighs> Quinn, maybe. Man, it would like. There's a lot of potential with Renee Montoya that was not yeah. there. Yeah. Well, also, yeah, I didn't really care for her character much sure. either. I'm gonna be honest. No, but that's what I'm saying is like. Maybe not her character, but the character of Renee Montoya has a lot of potential yeah. and should have been in a bigger role and a better role. Yeah. Um, yeah, the whole... And it just felt so dis... I guess it was a lower budget movie, but it felt very disconnected from the rest of the universe, which I guess shouldn't be a big deal, but then also just, like... Well, these... I'm not going to lie. I kind of wish, like, we got some more gotham Like, I, I wish Batman or Joker were there. DC's... Like, at least a bit. DC's really in this weird position where, like, they kind of, they want to start making, it seems like they want to be making more standalone movies, because this was basically a standalone movie, as was basically Aquaman and Shazam, too, but, like, they're locked in with a couple of these characters into this extended universe they tried and failed to do, Yeah, and, like... It's weird because they can't even necessarily break out of it because they couldn't do a mar- they couldn't do a movie with Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn that has no connection whatsoever to the Suicide Squad. No, like it has to be their connection has Had to be to, there. Which is, yeah, I think that's unfortunate. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I think yeah. I think there's gonna be some change. I think Birds of Prey. That's not gonna be a thing anymore. I, I think After this was... This, that's going to lose money. I'm pretty sure of that. We'll see if Harley Quinn continues. I know that Margot Har- Robbie... She's as coming Har- back as... Is she... Uh, oh, she's the sui- in the Suicide Squad. In the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Well, uh, which we'll I'm excited for. I don't know. Like actually, after this, I don't know how much money it's gonna make now, and I'm kind of concerned. Well, it's it, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of riding on Margot Robbie and James Gunn. Yeah. 
which I think, I don't know. I don't and think... James Gunn is not a Spielberg by any means. No, he's not. Like, a... people don't turn up for the director James Gunn necessarily. He's not a box office pull. Um, especially, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think any Marvel director, at least, like, directly after making a Marvel movie, can have that box office pull because they're relying on Marvel, essentially. Yeah. They don't get any recognition of their own. Um, so I would say that, like, that movie isn't could be in a lot of trouble. Thankfully, I'm pretty sure James Gunn has complete creative control over it. Right. Because I'm I'm ho- I'm hopeful about that movie. I think it will be good. Yeah. I'm. But yeah. It's but just also, like, like it could be in it trouble. Back? Yeah. Um, especially, I I don't think. From what I can tell, with the like, it seems like a a likable movie, but also very forget forgettable. Birds of Prey? Yeah. Well, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today, and he asked me, is it worth seeing in theaters? And I said, yes, but I would not probably go see it again. No, definitely not. I, I am... I don't even think I'd watch it on, like, Netflix again or something. No, I mean, I've seen it now, and I'm glad that I saw it in theaters rather than waiting until it was on DVD. Yeah, but... But... Other than that. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think they're going to keep the Harley Quinn character. I think the rest of the Birds well, of Prey are Well, that's the thing toast. is, like, obviously they're going to keep her, but what is her... Like, if Suicide Squad also does not do well, then what can they do? Like, where is Margot Robbie going to fit after that? I don't know. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> so know. I'm hoping that this is not the beginning of the end for that character, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't actually love Harley Quinn that much, but Margot Robbie does, and Margot Robbie does well as Harley Quinn, so... Yeah, I definitely think... I think she could have been a good main character, but this movie wasn't great for her in that... Like, I hated... Like, the voiceovers were too much. I think yeah. there was not enough subtle storytelling on her part. Uh, but And then if that's the case, like... If they're going to play her like that, I'd much rather her be a side character. Basically, um, this movie... This movie, I, I felt like they're trying to kind of make, and DC's been doing this in comics too, they're trying to kind of make Harley Quinn into Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And like... Yeah, there's lots of fourth wall breaking. Either they shouldn't do that, or they gotta commit way harder to it. Yeah. That's a, that's what kind of disappointed me too, is it was like, Harley Quinn isn't a Deadpool-esque character at no. all, in my opinion. So like... It's confusing, so it's confusing. Well, I guess it's not a surprise why, you know, it's a lower budget superhero R-rated comedy movie essentially yeah and can i they say were trying so to swearing. go for there, unbelievable what, really there you're, actually you're was like a me, lot, right? no there actually was like oh a crate like they would just throw out ran- i mean i honestly that don't doesn't matter that much really remember but, it if the swearing felt a little jarring i don't think like I was this saying movie that, didn't have to be rated r i like, was saying that mostly as a joke but oh, like, okay, okay but like there was like a lot of there was a lot of excessive swearing kind of thrown in that didn't even need to be there. Yeah, this like movie it wasn't doing anything. Could have easily not been rated R, and it might have saved it some money. Maybe. Like the okay, the like I can't think of any specific scenes. Like with maybe with the leg breaking, I don't know how. If that if that's a rated that, R thing. I feel like Captain America would do that in one of his movies. Oh, he would, but like <laughs> this one was very blatant. I guess. I guess. Uh, but yeah, other than, like, the swears, which, again, like, I don't think really were necessary. No, but also um, doesn't matter, honestly. It doesn't matter. And then also, like, the, uh, like, the end where they, they show Sionis getting blown up, Black Mask. That's, that's probably the only scene that I'm like, they probably couldn't show that in a PG-13 movie. Yeah, that's, movie. exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure. It felt, it felt like they were, yeah, they were pushing to have a Deadpool movie. They didn't really get that. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. So Pierre, what do you think? What do you think? What are you gonna What are you gonna rate this? What are you gonna recommend it? Are you gonna not recommend it? I, 
I don't recommend it. I give it like a three out of ten. I like good. Hmm. It it showed it was interesting, um, but it I can't think of any part of the movie where it's shown other than, yeah, Margot Robbie and Ewan McGregor looked like they had fun. But yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say their characters were really memorable for the future, um, because they again they weren't really given much to work with. So yeah, I would say. That this movie, so this movie to me is worth watching for you and McGregor alone, mm. and like, alone, like it's worth watching for you and McGregor. And if you're a big Mary Elizabeth Winstead fan, you will probably enjoy her performance. If you're not, probably really? don't go. I, I, I thought she, I thought she was funny. I liked she it. She was fun. She barely had any screen time. Yeah, that's either. the thing. She doesn't have much screen time. So yeah. don't go to this movie only if you're like you got to be a super fan if yeah. you want to go to this movie <laughs> just for Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I thought. I did not regret seeing this movie in theaters. So I would I would recommend it to anyone who's even like passingly interested. Mm-hmm. It's probably worth your time. I give it like a strong five. Mm. Um, however, uh, if if you're not that interested in it, I wouldn't recommend it because I don't want DC to get the wrong idea and do a Birds of Prey two because it I, I, that's the wrong not, way, that's the wrong direction for the Harley Quinn character. I really doubt that's gonna happen. I anyways, think so too. So, I yeah. want Harley Quinn to continue in some way after Suicide Squad, mm. but like I fear for her. Uh, do you want to talk for a little bit about the what the future of the DC universe is gonna look like? Oh man, it's so bleak. Like, because <laughs> now Shazam. I don't think I feel like Shazam two doesn't really stand much of a chance. I think they're making it, but I think it's also, it's probably going to make less money. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, is with Shazam 2, that's not even going to be the one with The Rock in it, is it? Because there's going to be a Black Black Adam Adam movie, too. So Shazam 2 has to do gangbusters. Otherwise, the movie that The Rock has been working on for ages is going to be in jeopardy. Anyways, Um, Yeah, and then, so, like, they have the Batman. I think that's going to be a... Uh, like a billion dollar movie. I think DC is Wonder Woman looks really good. Yeah. Um but then yeah, it's so it's so weird. There's so much disparity between like the Joker, you got to have the Joker, Aquaman, Wonder Woman all going to do really good. Yeah. And then you have yeah, Birds of Prey and then what what was the other one? Oh, Shazam. Shazam and Suicide Squad. And Suicide's like yeah. DC needs to pivot hard into the same kind of movie as Joker. Like, just standalone stories but about the their characters. Is, do you think it can work for any character other than the Joker? Lex Luthor. Clayface. Any of their villains, honestly. You get someone in there who's driven enough, they can do it. Mm, but the thing maybe is, Clayface. But that's the thing, too, is, like, the only problem with that is you're giving up a box office draw. Like, there's no one, there's no other standalone character except maybe Lex Luthor who would... Who would who would pull money. that in just yeah. by name recognition alone? Yeah, Clayface would make maybe like two hundred million. Clayface maybe. would have to look incredible in trailers, and it would have to be an indie movie. Yeah. Like you would have to put it on a tiny, tiny budget. Yeah. Uh, so that's the problem. Just, I don't. I don't. But the see... thing is, like when I say that, I'm not saying they need to pivot hard into standalone villain movies. I think they just need to pivot hard into standalone movies. Movies in general. Yeah, movies that aren't necessarily part of that universe because, yeah. like, their universe is already fallen apart. And I know that Aquaman 2 isn't... Aquaman 2 will not be setting up for a team-up with Shazam in the future. No. Like, they're basically already out of that universe. Yeah. <laughs> they really should just completely abandon yeah. it. Which is... Well, but they can't, though, because then, like, the thing, half right? the properties are doing pretty well, actually. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. And then, but I'm excited for Wonder Woman. I actually think that looks amazing. Wonder Woman 1984 looks really cool. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. But yeah, past that, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting for the future. Um, and whoever would have thought it would have come to this after what Batman v Superman. I Every, mean, everyone. Okay. I mean, slightly <laughs> before Batman v Superman. Okay. When the first trailer came out, man, I, don't think anyone I was so excited this. for that movie. I think I saw it twice in theaters still. And that's so long. I just remember being one of the worst watching experiences of my I life. I remember going to it and being like, this isn't that bad because I was in heavy denial. Yeah. <laughs> and to this day, I still don't actually hate that movie. Yeah. It's not good, but like, I don't hate it. It has a lot of things that I think are like, it, it, I don't want to compare it necessarily to this movie, but in this movie and that movie, I see a lot of things that had potential Mm -hmm. and the potential just wasn't delivered on. Like the idea of Lex Luthor as basically Mark Zuckerberg is a great idea. Wasn't delivered on well. Terrible. But like, yeah, but like it's a cool idea. And a lot of, honestly, every one of Lex Luthor's scenes is just a, terrible missed opportunity because yeah. all of them are really good on paper and terrible on screen yeah yeah um but anyway that's batman v superman yeah <laughs> definitely recommend 10 out of 10 best Thanks movie of the decade to our dc universe episode this one was long it was long so but not as long as birds of prey yeah unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> all right peace out